You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. It's a record. Julia's on the show again. It's amazing. Oh, I have Oh no, rude! Yeah, you're not you. You aren't here so often that uh, I have your. I had your mic turned off, but uh, I've been here the last like three weeks in a row. I know. Well, <laughs> I just turn so, it off. Too. Well, because I didn't think she was going to be here, and then her. It, oh, that's her right. Coming, she was going to go out of town. Gonna, yeah, I was going to be out of town. <clears throat> she was going to be out of town, and so I was just like last week. I just turned off the mic, so I wouldn't have to worry about it. And then <coughs> she doesn't go out of town, but Jeremy's out of town. Which we knew. Which we knew was going to happen. And then our guest that was scheduled. Who I actually confirmed last Friday. Sent us a message she, like She Sunday. both emailed me and texted me and was like, hey, my brother went to the hospital and I'm flying over there, so I can't so, be there. Yeah. So that's, Valid. that happens. Um, that's, that's the world of doing shows regularly. And sometimes your guests just can't make it. But luckily, Julia was able to make it. So Ooh. it wasn't just the Chris and Bree show. Um, no, who knows what you would have gotten. Dad told me to come so you guys wouldn't fight the whole episode. That's pro- <laughs> There's probably truth to that. You're not just making that up. He really did say that, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> Sometimes we do uh, We do tend to bicker. Um, that's okay. I'm we here to mediate the episode. Well, we're fixing to go on, uh, on a... Fixing to? Fixing to. Yep. See, this is how it starts right here. Uh, we're fixing to go on a long trip ourselves uh, where it's just her and I. So, wow. um Her and me. If we don't, uh, no. Um, yes, it's me. Okay, whatever you say. Uh, we we could end a really short show. <laughs> we can just call it Chris and Bree Baker for twenty minutes. I don't know about this. We're only two minutes in. I think we can we can make it longer. <laughs> um. So anyway, we uh we actually decided uh, amongst each other. Um, it the, kind of was spurred by Julia sending over that list that we were. Yeah, playing. we're gonna do a, a show of lists uh, today. Um, various lists of where Utah ranks, uh, things to do in Utah, and various places in Utah. Kind of crap like that. So hopefully it's good. I don't know. We'll we'll see. If it's not good, then it's only one episode, and we apologize. Next week's episode will be a lot better. Um, so um, I do want to talk about. So this last weekend was going to be like poop cleanup 2023. So every year in the spring, I go out because all winter, it's really hard to clean up poop in the winter in the backyard because your backyard has a lot of snow and usually you don't see the poop. And then once the snow melts, you can go pick it up. So I'm like, okay, all the rain that we had, uh, the snow's all gone. The like two feet of snow that was in the backyard is gone. Like I can go out and I can poop scoop. And so my plan was this last weekend to go poop scoop. This is probably more detail than anyone wants to know about cleaning up dog shit. But I go out there and my, my poop scoop grabber thing is not grabbing the poop off the ground. Like it, it's like frozen to the ground. I'm like, shit. So I go get a shovel. You were like, shit. <laughs> Which, well, and the shovel, the shovel, to be fair, I use the shovel frequently. I, it's something that sometimes you have to do, especially when, you know, there's a particular pile when that's not solid. Yeah. So I go get the wow, shovel. Wow, this is a lot of detail. I go get the shovel and I start trying to shovel it and I'm pulling up huge chunks of grass. 
Because it's still frozen. The ground is still frozen. So even though we've had all the rain and everything, the ground is still pretty frozen. Uh, all the grass and everything. So I had to give up because I don't want to do more damage to my yard than there already is because the parts of my backyard that get a lot of sunlight, the dog has already destroyed. And it's not her fault. Just walking back there, she's just pulling up sod because it's squishy. <coughs> yeah. It's like, um, you know, when tundra melts and it's, uh, uh, it gets all like rough and I don't know. Anyway, so I'm trying not to destroy any more of the yard than, than already is. I don't want to have to replant an entire yard. I mean, we already have to rip it up to do the sprinklers. Yeah, that, but that's trenching it. That's not ripping out the whole yard. Um, so anyway, I uh, did not scoop all the poops, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, maybe when we're back from our vacation, it'll be warm enough that the ground will allow poop scooping. How exciting. Come I can back from your vacation. Scoop up the poop and, uh, probably get ready, get my, start getting my garden ready too. Cause I mean, May, right? Mother's Day is when you really want to start planting stuff. So about time to start getting the garden ready. It's, it's had no problem growing little fucking green weeds probably throughout the garden. Like every time the snow melts, new it's green shit pops potatoes. up. <laughs> probably. I thought I dug up them all, but probably not. No on potatoes. Well, now he's had them in two different places in the garden. So we have random no, potatoes. No. I've had them in like three. So they're all over the garden now. I keep moving on because I don't want to keep them in the same spot. I want to make sure the soil gets good rotation, but. That's neither here nor there. Um, what about you guys? You guys do anything fun this last week? That wasn't really fun, by the way, scooping up poop and then not being able to do it. But I don't ever do anything fun. Just been working. The shop's been getting pretty busy, which is good. That is good. Uh, the goal is to get 10 customers in per day that we're open. And at that point, once we've consistently had that for a while, then I'll be able to do that full time. Nice. That's a pretty low bar. 10 a day. Based on like my average sale amount, so yeah. yeah, that's that's good. That would be that would be nice. Yeah. So <clears throat> interesting. All right. I don't know. I don't have anything to add. I don't do anything but stay home. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be. Oh, really that's good. a lie. We went shopping for Sean's graduation stuff on Saturday. Oh, Jesus. Spent hours and hours and hours in the mall where she couldn't decide what she was wearing. Went back and forth to stores and retried on dresses. And then at the very end, we walked up, we were walking up to the cash register and she's like, I just, I don't know. And so we went back and started all over again at that store and found, I think, the perfect thing. But yeah, literally, literally like five hours of shopping. At least. Jeez. At pretty least. sure I found mine at Ross in 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't. She's pretty particular. Well, also, this is college. This was her college graduation, um, which is a little bit more special for them. I, she didn't quite grasp that initially, I don't think. She, like, I mean, she had picked out a cute dress. It was like a American Eagle or whatever, but I'm just like, really? like That looks like a dress I'd just like wear to a backyard barbecue or just, just wear. Just okay. wear, yeah. So, anyway. She found a dress. Her sister found a dress. I told her I'd buy her one, too, since when she was graduating, I bought Sean one. I didn't think it was fair, did not. So, got him dresses, got him shoes. I wasn't going to go when I went. Well, because Sean was and regretted like, it. I mean, I don't, ever <laughs> mind, I don't ever mind going shopping with Bree and the girls, to be honest. They actually really like his opinion on stuff. So, but like, I'd be back in there, and she'd be like, I'm going to go out and show Chris. Or, can you ask Chris to come in? And then I'd, like, sometimes he'd be, like outside the store like sitting finding somewhere to sit and i'd have to go find him 
Fun. Bring it back in. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot, a lot of, a lot of moving around and shaking and a lot of me not doing a damn thing because I'm not trying on dresses. <gasps> I'm just walking around the store picking stuff out and giving opinions. I only tried on one dress. But I have dresses in my closet that still have tags on them, so I decided I would just use one of those. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Well, should we start with some lists? Yep, which list are you going to start um, with? I don't know. Um, we can start with the one Julia sent, the U.S. News & World Report's best states rankings. Wait, is that one of the links you put in the thing? It's the very first link. That's those USA oh, News a rankings. couple of... It's, yeah. yeah, what I said, the U.S. News & World Report rankings. Wow, that's not what the link says. Oh, my God. It's the first link. So this is a U.S. News & World Report. They actually put these rankings out pretty regularly for different things. Um, and this one is uh, kind of an aggregate of um, best state. Uh, so they look at a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, it's like an ACT. They judge you in all your categories and give you an overall score. So they look at stuff like healthcare, education, um, economy, crime, crime rates, um, infrastructure. So your roads, your bridges. Oh, I like fiscal stability. Um, stability of government, um, bunch of stuff like that. And so they give more weight to some things than others. Um, mostly based on what they survey people and people say matters a lot. So like healthcare and education get weighted pretty heavily. Um, so, uh, Utah in their rank of 50 states ranks number three behind Washington and Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and just to kind of give you an idea of where we stood and some of the different, uh, measures for the state of Utah, we rank number one in economy. Uh, number five in both infrastructure and fiscal stability, which makes sense if we have a great economy, which we do have a fantastic economy. Um, then we are, uh, the, and then again, this is, this is U.S. News and World Reports ranking. So just keep that in mind. Um, crime and corrections is at number eight, number 10 for education, which I think is a farce, number 11 for healthcare. So I was, I was looking further into this because there's, there's other websites with the same link. So they have a higher grade for secondary school. So colleges were going into that. Which is. And like K 12 schools weren't. So that makes sense because we have a lot of schools. Yeah, but everyone comes here to go to college. College education. Um, our population is just shy of half or like 44.4% college educated in the state of Utah, which is really high. Unusual. Yeah. Um, and that a lot of that's. Due to the church, actually, um, and the, you know, church sponsored vacations, two year vacations. Um, interestingly enough, I didn't understand this one because they, they marked our natural environment at a 47. That's what I was just going to ask you about. Cause we have really, really bad pollution and water quality. So I was looking that into that too. Sense. So, uh, pollution, we're like number 46 or something like that. Air quality, we're like in the, yeah, High thirties. Salt Lake in particular is one of the worst in the world when it comes to air quality, particularly yeah. in the winter when we have the inversions. Um, that's when we see it the most. Although I will say this winter we didn't have any really bad inversions for because more than we kept like having a week storms. Because we've had record snow, like seven hundred inches already this year uh, at some of the resorts, which is incredible. So. Um, but I would say, you know, we have a lot more natural environment stuff. If you get outside of the metropolitan area into the, 
various areas of the state, the national parks and state yeah, parks. Yeah, so, so that one was just based on, like, how livable the environment is, like, if it's clean, if you can breathe in it. It wasn't based on, like, beauty or, like, number of parks or anything. So that makes, that makes a lot more sense. So we're, like, 30 in opportunity. And um, that's only because uh, economic opportunity is number four, which makes sense in a financially stable state. But we're, like, 34 for affordability and 48 for equality. 48. Out of 50 states. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Maybe like Idaho's behind us. I don't know. So wait, the what were you saying about opportunity? Why is opportunity so low? Because we're some of the because worst affordability is is and affordability is number 40, 34 and equality is number 48. So if you're white and you have a lot of money, you have a lot of opportunity here. Oh, that didn't used to be the case either, interestingly enough. Like, Utah used to be very, very affordable. It's starting to... Don't shake your head, no. You're not old enough to know no, how I was. I was responding to, to how it's changing. I think oh, yeah. she was agreeing with you. Well, she was, like, shaking her head, no. I'm like, no, Utah used no, to be very affordable. No. Okay. Because, I, I mean, even 20 years ago, whatever, um, 1999, when I moved here, um, very different. I mean, 20 years is a long time, but... Well, like, when I got married in 1996... We just, we got married, we bought a house, and it was like 85000 or some $88,000 or something like that. Yeah, that house is worth like $350,000 now. So, I mean, I think it's only like 1,200 square feet, but it is, I mean, it's three bedrooms, two bathrooms, like it wasn't, it wasn't a bad house, but holy cow. I do think it's interesting, because I do think in a lot of respects, that's kind of the case across a lot of the country. Um, some of the states that have higher opportunity in terms of like housing and affordability and stuff, it's that way because no one wants to live there anymore. Because it's middle like of nowhere. Ohio. Yeah, like Iowa. Iowa is number one. Minnesota is number two. And there's not a lot of people that want to live there. Uh, New Hampshire's up there and New Hampshire's up there. Minnesota's the second best I'd like state, to live in but New like, I don't know anyone from there. I think it's. Because it's so cold so long, of, so much of the year, and there's just it's not... so Canadian. There's <laughs> not a... I mean, there's not a lot there, eh? Wow. Okay, so high school graduation rate is 87%. The national average is 85.3, so that's cool. Yeah. So Utah, I mean, Utah ranks highly uh, in this state ranking. Um, the other state ranking that I had thrown up there, the one from uh, Scholaroo, um that uh, has Utah ranked, I think, 13th. Hold on. 14th. Um, they have similar characteristics. So affordability was 27, which, um, you know, that's interesting. They're really close together if, if the other one was 30. Uh, crime and safety is rated at 25. Um, so right in the middle of the pack for crime and safety. Um, one thing to keep in mind with crime and safety in the state of Utah we don't have a lot of violent crime and physical crime. We have a shit ton of fraud. Truth. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I remember, um, so this is years and ago. Like child abuse. And when, stuff. when I first moved in with Bree, um, we were trying to do some stuff with the mortgage, um, because the ex-husband was still on it and we had to do certain things. So I went and took a course in the state. Um, that was required for cert- some certain different things that you want to do. You had to go take this course. So I took this course and they were talking about, um, fraud in the state of Utah. I mean, this is, this is like, what, 13, 14 years ago, something like that. But in the state of Utah, what they were saying is a lot of people from the East Coast come here to learn how to perpetrate frauds the rest of the country. Like a lot of fraud starts 
here, a lot of the schemes. Well, then we should rate higher in education. <laughs> um, well, I don't know about that because a lot of dumbasses um, fall for those schemes here in Utah. And a part of that is just the amount of trusting people here in the state of Utah. I was just going to say that's also a culture thing because we are kind and generous here. And so we just kind of assume that everybody else is kind and generous. Yeah, and we think that everyone else has a good heart. And so there's also a reason why there's so many freaking MLMs here. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's a, a big chunk of it. Um, Aren't we like the number one place for that? Oh, yeah. MLMs? Yeah. yeah. Our laws are also structured that way, but some of it is the, you know, make a business for yourself. Utah's very, very small business friendly. Um, they do a lot to help the small business community here. That uh, Scholaru ranks us as number six economy-wise, which is fair. Um, they've got Wyoming ranked as number one, which I disagree with. But uh, yeah, Wy- how in the world? I guess maybe because of all the mines. Well, Wyoming's got a good um, government-based economy, yeah, because they have a lot of natural resources. And number not a one, lot of people. Wyoming is number one in affordability, number one in economy, and number one in opportunities. On that, it's also number one in amount of space per person. <laughs> It's the fifth but largest state. But they're rated 30, 37th in healthcare and 33rd in infrastructure. Yeah, I mean, there's just oh, and 30, there. the hospitals are also far away. 36th is quality of life. There's, there's nothing there. It's, and the hospitals that are there aren't that great. It's, it's really desolate unless you get into like the Laramie Cheyenne area. The hospitals aren't great. Yeah. The, the doctors and stuff aren't great. Um, there's a few patches, but most of them, they're like small regional hospitals. So. Um, not saying that there's anything bad about that. We here in Utah are really lucky that we have some really great, um, what would normally be a regional hospital that are, that's run like by Intermountain, but we ha- still have some like good county hospitals, county run hospitals and stuff in some of the more rural areas that are actually pretty great hospitals. So anyway, just some interesting notes on how Utah stacks up from a couple different sources. Um, I think that's important. Um, to look at overall. Julie, you also put a list up here for education spending. Yep. We could talk about this for a while. Is that that teaching and certification? Teaching certification I'm going down the list. Okay. You can just click down the list. I'm not going out of order for you this time. We are number 51. We are the worst. Yep. And specifically on what, though? You have to How much they specific. spend per student. So it's only $7,954 per student. I don't know if it's annually. You know, just spending per pupil. So I just want to point out, I just want to point out the uh, voucher program, which is going to pull back from that per pupil spending. You know how much the vouchers are for? They started eight $1. grand. They started eight grand. So... They're going to pay you more than they actually already spend on students to have your kid out Go of the public. Go to a private or charter school. That's dumb. Yeah. That was my, that, in fact, I think you I think? even said that when we were talking about that legislation, that, um, that was, that was a number. Like it, it was just shocking to me that they were going to spend more for a voucher than to put in the public education yeah, system. We're just under 8,000 and first place is New York with over $20,000 per student. It is important to remember. A place like New York cost a shit ton of money. All right, money. well, second place is Wyoming, Wyoming for 19000 Wyoming costs nothing. I was a bit... I, but Wyoming is because the people that are there contributing to the education fund, there's a lot of miners there that make a lot of money. It's not miners. Isn't it? It's the mines. Oh, the actual mines? So I am a, I am a benefactor of Wyoming, and I can attest to Wyoming's education system. 
I went to high school in the 90s. We had in my high school in the 90s an AutoCAD lab, a graphic design lab, two science labs. We had a math computer lab, a computer lab for math. In the 90s? In the 90s. Wow. You were bougie. In, 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 uh, second, no, third grade. Um, this is in Green River, Wyoming. In third grade, we had, um, two to four hours a day spent in a computer lab. This is in 1991, 1990, somewhere in there. Isn't that when computers cost as much as a car? So we had Apple, we had labs of Apple IIEs and we spent at least probably two hours a day in the lab. Uh, and so, that is because Wyoming has a bunch of public money. Um, Wyoming's education system is heavily funded, uh, and they've got a lot of opportunity in terms of high school education. It was shocking to me to come here, go taking an engineering program at the U, and have shittier computers in the engineering lab at the U than we did at the library of my high school. And wow. that's not a joke. So what a shocker. Utah Junior otherwise known as Idaho, is uh, number 50. Yeah. And the only reason that's probably like that is because don't they have a lottery up there? They do have a lottery in Idaho. Utah is one of, I think, They three. get a whole 200 extra dollars. Utah is the only state, I think, now that doesn't have some form of legalized gambling uh, in the nation, worth noting. Because Jesus said not to. So that is the... Dis- but he didn't. That is the disparity uh, between Utah being a great case, a, a great state for education, and the reality of public education in the state of Utah. Secondary education is great. Um, those early education, though, K twelve, is not well supported and not well funded. Um, and they do shit like you know the voucher program and tying teacher raises to a constitutional amendment change. Um, really shitty stuff. Um, so not great. Not great. Um, that is the reason I sent my children to parochial school. That's right. They'll pay you more anyway. Yeah, they would have given you vouchers for it now. Maybe if you qualified. I'm not sure if you would have. Um, I do. I'm going to skip though. I'm going to go to unemployment real quick since we are talking about the state. Um, I want to talk a little bit more and then we'll get into like fun stuff at the end. Um, so unemployment, I just want to give you an idea. So when we talk about how stable, um, Utah is economically, Utah, these are still January numbers because the Department of Labor hasn't posted up um, the the February statistics yet, although I'm sure they're coming sh- soon. In fact, they might already actually be out there, just not on the website all the way. But the, Utah was uh, ranked number three for unemployment. Behind the Dakota. Meaning they have the most unemployment or the least unemployment? The least. Okay. So at 2.4%, which is an unhealthily low number of un- percentage of unemployment. Just want people to understand there is a sweet spot. 2.4% is certainly below that sweet spot. Um, but uh, I don't think that we're going to have massive unemployment numbers like the Fed wants because we don't have people. We don't have laborers. The boomers are all leaving the workforce. Many of them are now gone. Many of them took early retirements. Um, or died. And that was, eh, not as many died as you think. They're still in their 60s and, and early 70s. Um, I think COVID pushed a lot of that because one of my uh, coworkers even, I mean, it was just a few months early, but, but, they took but she was just like, I'm, I'm not going to try and come back. I'm not going to try and figure out working from home this old and I'm just not coming back. Yeah, I, that happened with a lot of people. Um, and so we do have a labor shortage in a sense, but 
Utah, even during the 2008 financial crisis, we didn't take it as hard as other people. We bounced back faster and that is heavily due to our investment in people. Um, and when I say investment in people, small business is a huge part of that. Um, we've done a lot to bring big tech companies here so that, you know, we bitch about the rising cost here, but it still doesn't, this house isn't a $2 million home like it would be in San Francisco, right? Hopefully it doesn't get there, but that was a place for Silicon Valley to then expand. We have a lot of high tech folks here in this valley. Um, well, in this, in the Wasatch front, I should say. Well, and even like Nevada. So Nevada is the last one, 51. So the, when we do 51, I think it's just always includes, including District of Columbia, yeah. DC. So, um, is only at 5.5. Yeah. Which is, I mean, Nevada's typically got high unemployment rates. Um, but that's not bad. Not at all. Um, and I don't know. Where's Wyoming since we were talking about them? I'm curious. They're uh, 35th at 3.9. There you go. So 3.9% for Wyoming, which feels about right. Wyoming's a weird economy. Um, and then, uh, in terms of, uh, places to retire, the best places to retire in the state. Probably St. George. Um, well, that's where everyone. State. Hmm? State by state. Oh, so state by state. Utah is ranked uh, number 31 uh, in terms of places to retire. Again, affordability is 35, which plays a lot into that. Yeah, and that's a that's a big change over the last 10 years or so, I think. Uh, well-being rank is 10. Oh, here we go. There's another one that's thrown us down. Cultural diversity rank, 47 out of 51, which is... That's really low. Um, one thing is Utah's great for gays. So if you want to be gay and retire here, it's a great place. Uh, it was ranked. Hell yeah. Uh, I want to say by, was a GQ ranked it or something? Some magazine ranked it number one uh, a few years ago. We talked about that actually. Cause other than like San Fran, like we have one of the biggest pride, pride parades. Yeah, we have a really gay, oh, fr- yeah. Salt Lake City itself. I right. should be very specific. Not Utah as a whole, but Salt Lake City itself. I would say. Probably 90% of the people that walk into my store are LGBT, and I'm in, technically in Salt Lake City. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Well, and like even even as a kid growing up, like um, my dad worked with an openly gay older man. I didn't even think about it, but like thinking back now, like I like, and that was, I mean, I was born in 75, so like we're talking when I'm, by the time I was working there, we're talking like early nineties and he was openly gay and we had like the sun around for a long, long time. Like we had, we had stuff. I just think people didn't he realize. He didn't turn it. you gay? He didn't. Weird. That's just crazy. He was one of my favorite people though there. I didn't know why when I was a kid, I didn't really think about it. It just wasn't a thing. We didn't talk about being gay or straight. It wasn't or, a big deal. No. Yeah. But he was awesome. I loved him. Uh, ranked 18 for crime. And then weather rank is 25. One thing I will say about Utah, right in the middle for weather rank, um, Utah has all four seasons. And there are not a lot of places. Might be short, do. but we have them. Yeah. Spring is typically a mix of snow and rain. <laughs> but there's flowers with that. Um, but yeah, we have some beautiful views. We we definitely experience all four seasons. Um, there's not a lot of states that you get a full four seasons, to be perfectly honest. Um, where I didn't you even realize there was a thing. What, four seasons? Not having four seasons. Yeah. Because I've always thing. lived in Utah. You live in a place like California or, you know, anywhere on the East Coast, you don't really get. Yeah, like, so for December, when I left here to go visit my sister in Corona, I, it was cold. Like, I had, like, boots, like, walking outside. It was cold. And when we got there, 
I, the person that gets cold all the time, didn't really even need a jacket the whole time I was there. Because it was probably like 60. Yeah, it was, it was very mild. And I was teasing them because like one of her friends came over to go have dinner with us and she was, had like a puffy coat on and I'm like, um, yeah. okay. I if think that it, was the only time if I it my dips coat. below 50, everyone's got like parkas on. Yeah. I took my rain jacket because it did predict rain. So when everyone's so unused to snow that if it snows an inch, like everything closes down and no one knows how to drive. Well, part of that is like LA or if you go down to like Georgia, like Atlanta, they don't have snow removal. They don't even have like snow plows. They don't, they just don't exist. And like, oh, that's why like you don't, you know how in places like LA they have, um, the bumps on the, on the freeways and the interstates. You know, when you're driving on the, the lines that are painted and there's and like, they have, like brrr, the, the, the knobs. Those, in yeah. some places those make music if you're driving the speed limit. <laughs> well, we, that, we can't have those because of snow plows. They can because they don't plow. Yeah. And so, but that's just the case with a lot of places like that, like down in Texas. They get snow every great once in a while, but they don't really get seasons. The other difference, too, is places that do have a plow but don't get snow a lot, they don't have a lot of places to put the snow. So, like, New York has snow removal equipment, but, like, look where at are they going to put it? Like, Everyone's walking on the sidewalk and driving in the road. And so, like, there's not really a lot of place to put it. So, if they do it, like, they're literally taking up lanes in streets and or blocking entire streets and stuff. So, that's why in different places it shuts it down. We're kind of lucky that way. So we're going to steal some content for the rest of the show from uh, a few different blog sites out there. Uh, the first one is uh, from a site called Bucket List Lists. <laughs> wow. Um, and so um, we have a, a bucket list, 50 uh, best things to do in Utah, 50 plus bucket list items that we're going to go through. Number one is go to my crystal shop. That was not on the list. Why? I mean, I looked through the whole list. Should have been because not. you just barely got ranked next year. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> you just got a, you just got approved as an actual real business by the. I know. I BBB. got approved by the BBB today. Now, now you can get what everyone yep. that gets on BBB does, which is nothing but complaints that you have to deal with every <laughs> fucking time it happens. I just want the sticker on my window. I'm not even kidding. Cause the only, I've never gone to the BBB and seen like, positive reviews it's always people bitching and when you get a bbb complaint i've had to deal with this multiple times when you get a bbb complaint you have to fucking respond to it you have to provide documentation of like what happened and what you did it's a pain in the ass fun no it's really not that was sarcastic uh okay so the first one is to ski at deer valley resort and i would say you know deer valley is great um but just ski in Utah, like ski or snowboard. Um, if they've got this specific one, I'm sure further down there's probably other resorts. Maybe, maybe not. And so this Deer Valley is located in Park City. I would tell you Snowbird or Brighton. Those, those, if you go, if you want to go where the locals go, that's where the locals go. Um, people that fly into Utah go to Deer Valley in the canyons. Um, because, you know, it's a ski resort town. It's a ski town. The better ski resorts are up the Cottonwoods. Definitely. Um, camp in Dead Horse State Park, Dead, Her- Dead Horse Point State Park. I don't know that I knew that that was a state park. Um, yeah, it's, it's one just of our in many. by KUTV. Brine shrimp is named Utah's official state crustacean. We talked about that actually. Um, well, the governor I'm behind the times. <laughs> the, the governor last week we we talked about it on the show. You were here. Obviously, I wasn't paying attention. The governor must have just signed it today, is my guess. Thanks, KSL. Yeah, eight for- minutes ago. Keeping us up to date. Um, 
walk near the spiral jetty. The spiral jetty's really freaking cool. If you've never seen it, it's definitely worth going out and seeing. Um, just take a trip to Windover. You can see that. You can see the other artwork. You can go to the salt flats. Um, but the spiral jetty's cool. And it's a state park now or a state monument, right? I think monument? I think it's a monument now. Um, I don't know why it would be a park. Take a trip to Antelope Island. I still haven't been. We were going to go the other day and we didn't. Yeah, there is a herd of buffalo on the island. Um, if you go at the right time of the year, you can also get um, attacked by gnats in mm. excess. Gnats? Gnats. Uh, Great Salt Lake is just nasty. <clears throat> it smells bad. It's stinky. It's full of dead crap. Yeah, but Antelope bad. Island's cool. Uh, go hiking in Zion, which I think just, you know, Zion National Park is one of the busiest national parks in the, in the For country. For those of you outside Utah, that's Zion. It is a beautiful national park. Um, definitely worth going to, but don't go there unless you plan to hike. Uh, it's really just, it's a pretty drive, but it's not really. Isn't, a, isn't Angel's Landing in Yeah, it's part Zion? of Zion. Yeah, that's a hike in Zion. The thing that's different about Utah's national parks versus a lot of others, so take, for instance, Yellowstone or Yosemite, you can drive around much of that park and see a tremendous amount of stuff. A lot of Utah's natural parks require you to park your car, go out on foot, and explore. There are some there are some uh, exceptions to that, but even like arches, you can drive arches, but if you really want to experience, you need to get out of your car and walk. Zions, you can't even drive your car through most of it because they won't allow cars to go up it. So you park your car, you take a bus up it, and you can walk down or you can get off and go hiking in different trails. And that's that's something that's different about most of the Utah National Parks. I, I think it's good that they did that. It, one, like it cuts down on a ton of pollution in those areas where like you don't you expect to see pollution in the city, but if you're out in a state park, like you usually don't expect to see pollution and having cars sitting there idling like while they're in line to go up, like one, it's boring and it's literally a two lane road. There's a lane up and a lane down and that's it. Uh, I already said, see the salt flats. That was number six on her list. Yeah, but they're the Bonneville salt flats, just in case anybody wanted uh, to know. I'm going to cross out Kayak Lake Powell. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> Do not kayak Lake Powell, and Lake Powell's really low right now. In fact, you should just stay away from it. Although I will say I've always wanted to rent a houseboat on Lake Powell, one of their houseboats, and just enjoy a week on the lake. Seriously? Dry funeral potatoes? What it, the hell lame thing is that? It's a Utah thing. It's not like a bucket list. Where would you do that? They're actually, Where would you go? There are a fair number of restaurants that serve them now. Like what? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't go to those restaurants, but you could same these. And every funeral potato recipe, I swear, is different. It's just it's potatoes and cheese. Fancy funeral potatoes and like not fancy funeral it, potatoes. It's potatoes with cream of something, soup and cheese, basically, and something crunchy on top. Yeah, like sometimes breadcrumbs. Sometimes. Um. Capitol Reef National Park. Again, this one says explore. It goes back to what I was talking about to really get the national parks in Utah. You really have to be willing to walk, to camp, to spend a lot of time in them. Uh, so with the Homestead Crater. This was a suggestion by Heather for us to do for an like one of our adventures because it's really cool. Yeah, up in Midway, Homestead area, um, there is a, a hot springs inside of a, a crater and like it's got a whole dome under it. It's actually where you can get scuba dive certified is one of the yep. places you can go. 
Um, so really cool, really deep water. And there's a, there's a resort there, the homestead that you can go and stay and they, their rooms are like old fashioned So it's not, it's not a big like tower of hotel rooms. It's kind of individual, more individual, like motel kind of, um, yeah, but like each room has, I don't know that they're all antiques, but they're meant to look like antiques. So like you go in and you have like all the rooms have different kinds of beds and different kinds of storage for your clothing and like they're all shaped different and anyway it's cool uh go to the natural history museum um visit hogel zoo take in bryce canyon again bryce canyon's another one like <laughs> there's not really much driving around bryce canyon it is you have to walk a but lot it is the hoodoo canyon and it is beautiful bryce canyon is gorgeous um Swim at Lower Calf Creek Falls, which I'm not aware of. Um, Me either. So I might have to look that up. It's a waterfall somewhere in Utah. Um, <laughs> have a tasty meal at Crown Burger. And I, I got to agree or with Astro that. Or Astro Burger or Apollo Burger. Apollo Burger. Any of those three burger places, they're all local. They're all little local chains owned by... Are they all like brothers or something? They're all owned by... Uh, it they're used Greeks. to be one Greek family, but it's all a whole bunch of Greek folks that own these burgers. Same with Jim's family restaurant. But you go to the burger places, they all have some form of a pastrami burger, and their lights out amazing. They're all basically the same. I, they're interchangeable for me. As someone who loves burgers and like will just get feta, all three of them are basically the same. I really like their fries, too. They're like flat-cut fries. Flat-cut, thick fries. Um, yeah, I would agree. Uh, have fun at Lagoon. I have don't know if I would tell people to go to Lagoon as a Don't bucket go list out item. Of your way. I think um, that it's an interesting anomaly. It's not a chain as as our amusement parks like Six Flags and stuff that are in other states. I think that's maybe why. Yeah, it's a little local amusement park. I mean, it's fairly decent size, um, but it's but you're not go when it's not super hot because there is not a lot of shade. Yeah, it's, and if you have a lot of money because it's really expensive now. Um. Costs more to go to uh, to Lagoon than Universal. You can visit the Up House in Harriman from the movie The Up. The uh, Up from the, the movie The Up. The up. <laughs> uh, you go to Goblin Valley State Park, another state park that it makes more sense to run around in. You can see really cool hoodoo's there as well. Um, spend a spend day, day exploring, exploring Salt Lake City. Salt what? Lake City's got a lot to offer. Um, we're actually going to have a, a a fun just Salt Lake City list here in a minute. Right, but like I feel like there's more than just a day. Like if I spend a day, like. Salt Lake City proper is not as big as you think. No, but it's also not just like walkable and. Sure it is. Salt Lake City proper? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to go look. There is nothing for you out on like 27 South. You can take the little motor scooters. Nothing for you on 27 South. Walking the downtown. In fact, ride share in downtown. It's all free, right? Like UTA has all got a big free zone downtown. Pretty easy to get around. That includes the, the. Light rail. You could go to Fantasy Canyon, another beautiful natural landscape uh, within Utah. Is that one of the dark sky ones, maybe? No? Uh, I don't think Fantasy Canyon is yet. You go to the Aerospace Museum. Oh, that's our favorite museum. It is still the best museum in the state of Utah, in it my is opinion. The best. Don't go to the Leonardo. Oh, Jesus. Don't do not do that. That's Don't if, waste your money. Look, if we get through this list and that's one of the things she says, I'm just going to stop reading the list mm-hmm. at that point. That's how um, we know she's running out of ideas. We've talked about this before, Mirror Lake. Take a photo up there. Mirror Lake is gorgeous in the spring with the flowers. It's one of the best hikes ever. Um, Pando. Yep, Pando, which is the largest. Do you know what Pando is, Julia? No. 
Sounds like Panda Express. So Pando, also known as the Trembling Giant, it is the largest single biological organism on the planet. When you drive through the, uh, what is it? Uh, What canyon is that? Uh, Can't think of it. Anyway, all of the the aspen trees, they're all one aspen tree. They can all be proven to go back to one. That's cool. Yeah. It's it's by Fish Lake. So it's in Fish Lake National Forest. Um and it's just just southwest of Fish Lake. Um and it is a giant aspen grove, but it's all all interlinked. It's all one biological organism. It's the biggest biological it's organism. It's actually in the shrinking. World. Yeah. Uh Mystic Hot Springs, which is the hot springs that has the cool bathtubs put into it. It's where they film all of those Viagra commercials. <laughs> it really <laughs> is actually. Uh, I go to a concert at Saltaire, meh. Um, Kodachrome Basin State Park uh, uh, in Cannonville. Um, so that's cool. It's all by, Bryce. by Bryce Canyon. Um, you can spend a day in Moab, which usually means Canyon Lands and Arches National Parks because they're right next to each other mm-hmm. and they're right outside of Moab. Um, I've never been to Grafton, but it's a ghost town. There's a bunch of ghost towns in Utah, actually. Agreed. It's another much. another thing that you could do is go go check out a ghost town. Um, Arches is next, which is part of Moab, if you ask me. Uh, you've got the Narrows, but the Narrows are in Zion Canyon, so I don't know why you would put them both on this list. She's really stretching here because she doesn't know Utah very well. Uh, attend the Sundance Film Festival, which just um, happens in like February. It just it's already over, but um, Sundance is is in Utah. There is a Sundance Mountain Resort as well in Provo Canyon. There's also Sundance stores. But uh, the Sundance Film Festival is cool. And if you live in Utah, they make it fairly accessible to go see movies. We've talked about that. And usually they have Slam Dance in conjunction with that, which is another film festival that you can go to and they have them at the same time. Which is like an extreme sports film festival. Uh, you could go discover Moki Cave outside of Kanab. Um, you could go to Canyonlands, which we already talked about. Uh, the Shakespearean Festival, this is one we haven't talked about in a long time. So down in Cedar City, they have one of the biggest Shakespearean festivals in the country uh, in Cedar City, Utah. And it is fabulous. Yeah, we used to have the... A model of the globe. Yeah, but they took that down. Or well, I don't know if it's gone yet, but they were going to when Cassie was going to school. So I assume three years later at some point they've already done it. You go see uh, Grand Staircase Escalantes National Monument. Which probably a lot of people know about because it was in the news when... Obama expanded it and then Trump shrunk it back, shrunk it back down. I'm going to skip through a bunch of these because it's... The oh, there's, there's Angel's Landing yeah. that's in Zion. There's a bunch of these that aren't very good at the bottom of this list. She's not a very... She's, Snowboard she's at gone Park back. City Mountain. She's clearly been to Zion because like six of the 50 <laughs> things are from Zion specifically. Go on so. a train ride. She had an AI write her the list. Yeah, you could go down to Four Corners. That is something that's relatively unique. That's where Utah, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico all touch. And you can literally like... Touch them all at the same time. And on, um, I think it was... The Laverkin Creek Trail. I think it was in uh, in South Park. Maybe maybe it was a different show, but they were having sex on the Four Corners thing. Um, anyway, that was a fun... I, remember, I don't think it was South Park. Maybe it was Family Guy or something else. I don't I've know. I've never heard of Walter's Osteria, but apparently it's some fancy Italian restaurant. Yeah, maybe it doesn't even exist anymore. Um, yeah, I think that's good for that list. There's really not that much more good stuff. Uh, Dinosaur National Monument, I guess. The Alpine Loop is really cool, though. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful drive. That is one of the few drives that you can make, I think, would be great. Cedar Breaks is really cool, too. Um, oh, the Utah Symphony. We also have a pretty good dance um, uh, troupe here, too. Yeah, I'm done with that list, by the way. We have more than one dance troupe, but we're done with that list. I'm moving on. She reused Zion Park too many times. It pissed me off. Uh, okay, so now we're going to look at uh, 34. Fun things to do in Best Salt Lake City. And fun. Uh, thanks to Busy Tourist for letting us steal your content. Um, so the Natural History Museum, um, which uh, I think we're going to take a trip there at some point. Um, the Tabernacle Choir um, at Temple Square. Super do they cool. Still call Christmas. It that? What? Now that they, now you guys talked that, at the same the time, so I don't know what the fuck was said. What? What did you say? I heard both of us. Because said, you were one of the ones talking. Around? Is it still around? Yes. The Tabernacle Choir still exists as, as, as well as the We just can't call it Motab, I guess, anymore? Yeah, I don't remember what they changed their stupid name to. What did you say? I just said go during Christmas time. Um, yeah. The, regardless of if you are Mormon or you like the Mormon faith, the Tabernacle Choir is amazing. They're, they're nationally renowned for a reason, um, and they're definitely worth going to see. And it doesn't cost anything to go see a performance. Um... Go see Temple Square. Not right now, because it's under construction. Because right now it's hollow. Yeah, it, they're, they're redoing the whole temple, but it's definitely worth seeing. We've said it many times. So when it reopens, we'll let everyone know. It'll be really busy for a long time, and then it'll die back down. Um, but definitely worth seeing. Um, go take a trip out to the Great Salt Lake. If you've never been, it's definitely worth seeing. Especially before it disappears. Julia's not wrong. It definitely stinks. Um, but it's definitely it's worth thing seeing. thing to look at from your car. <laughs> Don't go walk out to the bank. You probably get we stuck doing and that lose a shoe. Yeah. yeah, no, it's so muddy and nasty, full of just dead shrimp in piles everywhere. So you go to you could go to Hogle Zoo, which um, we've done, which we already talked. We about. just watched The Last of Us, and they filmed some of it. I I don't know if they were actually in Salt Lake, but they because it didn't look it. They but, were purported to be in Salt right, Lake. but they were supposed to be in Salt Lake, and they climbed up to a building, and there were a bunch of giraffes. Wild, wild giraffes now that had escaped the zoo. Uh, you can go see the Utah State Capitol if you want to listen to our episode on the State Capitol. It was uh, last month's adventure, so just about four episodes ago. Uh, definitely worth listening to. We love the Capitol. See, look how good it we are. We have already done all this. We didn't even have this list. We do have a Utah Museum of Fine Arts. Um, it's um, not very big, but we have one. It's up at the U. Um, you go up to Ensign Peak. We have a lot of Salt Lake. museums. We have the Springville Museum of Fine Art, and then Provo has one, too. Yeah, we have... Um, most of them are pretty small. The Natural History Museum is the big St. one. St. George has one, too. Um, Ensign Peak, which is a really cool lookout over the city. It's up behind Capitol Hill. Pretty quick little hike, but yeah, it is like a little a hike. It's like, like a little mile hike. At the end, there's there's a little bit that you kind of really have to like kind of climb up. It's so. quite steep at the end, but it's an easy hike. It, tons of people do it. And it has a really good overlook of the city. Um, Liberty Park, which I don't think we talk about very often. Liberty Park is our version of Central Park. It's smaller by a lot. <laughs> it's where the Tracy Apiary is. and but It's a really fun park and it's a great place to be in the summer. There's ton, There's always tons of people there using there, the There's always events. Like there's, they, they do a lot of um, races there for like, you know, breast cancer and things like that. You could go up and check out the Marmalade Hill Historic District and see a bunch of old uh, homes. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of, you know, it's all... Um, fruit and plant-based street names up there in that, that neighborhood. But um, it's a bunch of old homes and stuff you can go look at. 
Uh, you can go see this is the place monument, which is a cool monument. Um, it's across the street. I've from never Hogel been Zoo. there. Um, so if you go to Hogle Zoo, you could stop there and check it out. You could go to the Pioneer Memorial Museum, um, which is um, it's by um, Temple Square by like the the office mm-hmm. building. It's part of the office building. I think and, you can see it like if you're in the Lion House eating. And that's got a whole bunch of artifacts from the pioneers, from the early Utah pioneers, the early Mormons. Oh, look at that. Fisher Brewing made it. Yeah, Fisher Brewing Company. Uh, and I would agree with that. You should go see Fisher Brewing, have a beer uh, at their tap house, um, sit down and have a chat with them. You could go to the public library. Our library. That's a great picture of our library. It is a beautiful building. It is definitely worth going and walking around. Just the architecture is there's like little shops Holy um, shit. on the main floor. Number 15 on this list is to go see the Summum Pyramid. <gasps> that's so cool. Uh, also known as their temple. I'm um, really cool that that's on this list. And it's a beautiful, beautiful building. But um, basically, they mean just walk by it. Yeah, you can't get in. Um, Except for if you're us. You, you have to be a member to go into the temple um, or, you know, a guest. Um, and it's all gated off, so it's not like you can just walk into it. But you can walk right on the sidewalk, right where the pyramid's at. Uh, it is a perfect pyramid. Um, and if you want to hear about them, we did an episode on the Summum folks. We we actually really like those people. We're, yeah, they're amazing. Only place in America that you can get mummification services. Um, but... It's a process, and and you gotta start. They literally like prayed by you, and you write things, and they pray you through your transition. It's cool. Uh, Big Cottonwood Canyon is a drive that you can take from Salt Lake. You could go to City Creek, uh, which is a giant indoor outdoor shopping mall. We still have an active drive-in. It's not technically in Salt Lake; it's in West Valley, but uh, you could go do that from Salt Lake area. You could get on a trolley tour over by. Uh, um, like Union, Union Station, yeah. Um, and take a trolley. I didn't even know we did. They those. should um, they should run it out of Trolley Square. I don't know about this Christian school. I didn't even know that existed. I don't think Me it's something either. that you can go do. <laughs> what does it say? Something unorthodox to do. Five decades. Mostly he focuses. <clears throat> Sorry, mostly he focuses on Eve and Heavenly Mother. Yeah, we're we're not gonna. You, you can't huh. go do that. You can't go participate in the school. <laughs> it's just an empty building now. I think. Um, oh no! <clears throat> visit in the afternoon on a Friday or a Sunday to receive a tour. Of it's a, garden. a garden. Ah, there you go. So you can go two days a week to tour a garden. Um, we're skipping the next one, by the way. Don't talk about it. Um, the Family History Library, that's a big genealogy library run by the Mormon Church. Uh, that's here. You could go up to Olympic Park, which is up in Park City. We've been there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there's the Beehive House. <clears throat> which is also by the office building in Temple Square and stuff. Yeah, you should probably take a drink of water before you die on the air here. Uh, you could go visit Tracy Aviary or the Gallivan Center. Um, you can go to Gilgal. We've gone to a lot of these places. If you go search our archives, you'll see that we've been to a lot of these places. So we're kind of flowing through them quickly because we've we've already talked about them in depth. There's um, Red Butte. Red Butte Garden is absolutely beautiful. We've talked about that quite a few times. They do concerts. You can get married there. It's really cool. We've got the Eccles Theater, which is a really cool place to go see a show. Uh, Clark Planetarium, which oh, we Oh, and did. it's by the first... Uh, 
uh, Pretty Bird is across. Well, it's part of the building. It's kind of like underneath it on to, on the east side of yeah. it. Yeah, uh, and then Clark Planetarium rounds out her list, and we did a whole show on Clark Planetarium. Um, we would advise you to go there as well. All right, last list, and then we'll we'll give up the ghost. Um, we'll let Julia go home. She's had a long day. Best things to do in Utah Valley. So I wanted to pull this because we talk a lot about Salt Lake Valley, um, but I think um, Utah Valley is important um, because it's a big chunk of our population center. Um, it's referred to as Happy Valley, um, but it's it's Provo, Orem, uh, Lehigh, all the things south of Point of the Mountain, basically. Uh, and so here's some stuff that you can go do out there. You can go um, hike and reach the summit of Mount Timpanogos. That was one of our goals when we were really hiking. We got to put that on our goal list yeah, again. Yeah, until I fucked up my foot and my, my shins. Um, the cool thing with Mount Temp is um, I don't think it's like this anymore, but used to be uh, a small glacier up there, ice that was, you know, years and years old that never melted. I don't think that it exists anymore, but Temp is a pretty cool, it's a big hike. Um, you could go to Thanksgiving Point. Um, they have a, a... You didn't mention that in the last list. You forbade us. Because it's in Utah County, not in Salt Lake. Gotcha. That's why I forbade you. I knew it was going to be on this list because it's in Utah County. Um, they have a Museum of Natural Curiosity there. They have beautiful gardens there. Um, also some movie theaters and some other crap. Uh, you could ride your bike. Golf in course. Rock Canyon, uh, which is uh, just outside of Provo, like the east side of Provo, I think. Um, pretty cool little canyon there. You could also, um, I think you can actually even camp up there in Rock Canyon. Um Provo Beach? Yeah. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> Why not? It's probably not a real beach. Um, it's, Apparently they have flow riders. There. Yeah, it's it's a giant swimming thing. Uh, it's kind of like the one we went to up in um, um, Linden. Linden, I think that's where it was. Maybe it was Orem for your sister's birthday. Oh. That's what it is. It's a, it's a giant water park type place. You could take uh, uh, a tour of the Timpanogos Cave, which we would recommend. We really like Timpanogos. That's where Chris fucked up his foot. Yes, it is. <laughs> coming down from it, actually. Yeah, speaking of that, one of my sisters may be coming, and I may be going there again. There's the Bean Life Science Museum uh, at BYU, uh, which is a, a really cool little museum. It's, is that where the Liger's at right now? I think it might be where the Liger's at, where Shasta is. Um you could do. There's a ropes course. Oh, sorry. Yeah, don't don't yell into the mic just because you're excited. I like ropes courses. Uh let's see what else do we have. See now there's Tulip Festival. Uh, there's the museum. We already talked about that at Thanksgiving Point. Um, Talk about the Tulip Festival. Uh, yeah, it's also at Thanksgiving Point. Museum um, of Ancient Life. At Thanksgiving Point, which uh-huh. is what I just said. It's like you aren't listening. I'm listing the things that you're not listening. No, listing. I, I did list them. I said they're at Thanksgiving point, and then you said them again. Um. <laughs> Mediating. <laughs> you're not very good at it. Um, you go fishing at uh, Utah Lake State Park. Um, Utah Lake's the biggest freshwater lake in the state. Um, it's enormous, and you could go check out the algae blooms on the... A lot of people on the ride their motorcycles the on the roads around it. They're um, very up and down. They're fun. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm also skipping any of the garbage. It's like go shop at this place because I think that's stupid. 
And I think that that's not something you should tell people to come to Utah to do. Um, but Utah is a very outdoor state and, uh, most everything on these lists requires you to get out, uh, and go do stuff. Um, but that's it. That's our lists for the, for the week, um, for the month, for probably for the year. I don't know. I'll post the links that we used on the blog and. You can go read more details about some of the stuff, but you know, most of the stuff that we mentioned, we've been to them. Um, we, we, shared full episodes in a lot of cases. With Maybe them. I'll even go through and tell you which episode if you want to go listen to when we talk about Oh, things. man, you just made so much work for yourself. I said maybe. I said maybe. It actually would be a good idea. I know, but it just depends if I have the time. You could maybe dissect, like, each list, like, one at a time and be like, okay, so here's the links for this one and here's the links for as different blog posts. I'm just giving you some ideas. No. Well, it's, you could just That's do it. a lot. I know it is. No. Do you have our card? Yeah. She has it ready. She doesn't. She does. She had the box. She's ready to pull it. Yeah, but she didn't have the card ready. It says, the world doesn't owe you anything. Damn straight. Acting like the world owes you something keeps you in a mental a mentality of scarcity. Here's the hard truth. The universe never borrowed anything from you. All the gifts she's given you so far have been gifts. If you treat everything in your life like that, you'd be a lot happier, unless you're a dick. Then you'll just be grumpy. It's your choice, boo-boo. Why did Chris you, is grumpy. Why did you point at me for that? Because you're grumpy. Messed up, man. The world does not owe me anything. That is true. Um, that That's not how the world works. Uh, hopefully you liked it. Um, it's an abbreviated episode while Bree's yelling at the dog for some reason at the end. She got into the trash and pulled out one of Julia's cracker things and she's licking it. So we have, we have, this is, I'm just going to tell the story now instead of ending the show, um, because the dog's an idiot and, and so the dog has learned. So all of our garbage cans, with the exception of the ones in our offices where we're at all day and generally have the door shut when we're not in them, um, all of our garbage cans have lids. Uh, because we have dogs and, um, the little one likes to get tissues out and shred them. Uh, the big one likes to get in garbages as well now. And she has learned, she how, learned to, how to operate the damn pedal. <laughs> um, she also knows how to just nose the lids open on all of them. So the bathroom, so now, now garbage, all of our convenient garbages with pedals to like throw things away. I have to be turned around the other way. So that she doesn't get into them. So like the bathroom garbage in the guest bathroom, uh, is turned the opposite direction. So you have to pull it open yourself, but it's up against a corner. So she can't open it with her nose because she's figured it out. And she knows that, you know, people's used tissues are in there and other potentially good garbage that she wants to eat. Stupid, smart dogs. I hate them. <laughs> uh, hopefully you like what you heard. Um, if you didn't, I don't really care. You listen to the whole show, so that's on you. Um, share the show would be helpful for us. You can go visit us on social media at TNU Podcast or visit our website, thenewutah.com, to uh, learn about Bree's awesome blogging capabilities. 